Damn fool! I'm John! I'm Colin. And I am Brent. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Can you understand the words coming out of my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Give us a theme song. I'm a detective from Hong Kong. What's up, my nigga? (laughs) Jackie Chan is the (laughs) shittiest. No, that wasn't supposed to be Jackie Chan. That was supposed to be Chris Tucker. <laughs> Chris Tucker I, doing Jackie oh, Chan. Oh, I'm so bad at Chris Tucker. I sound like a <laughs> oh, bad Jackie Chan. I knew that wow, the line that was wasn't Jackie Asian. Chan. That but was definitely. It sounded like he I shittiest he, Jackie I, Chan. I, no, I thought it was him making fun of the way Jackie Chan talked. Do you want to stay in the worst? <laughs> <laughs> you do it, Brent. You, you do it, Brent. I, I can't because my voice doesn't go high. Brent, John will have John, I, I got lots of Chris Tucker to give. Oh, I oh you do? Deadpool! This rush hour. We're doing rush hour today. <laughs> <laughs> not the greatest. Not the worst no, either. That's, better that's, than that's, that's way better than mine. Oh, yeah. Mine better. sounds like... I don't even think mine sounds like either of those guys. Don't you ever touch a black man's radio. That's the best I got. <laughs> that's the best I got. I'm as shitty at impressions as I am at accents. <laughs> well, so today we're here to talk about, obviously, rush hour. Uh, rush hour is from 1998, uh, starring Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan and a host of other uh, mediocre actors who... Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How and, and dare the, you, sir? The movie cast. is about the Hong Kong gang lord Jun Tao. Where Jun Tao? At? Where Jun Tao? At? And he comes over to America and wants to fuck with the uh, former consulate. Um, he does, dude, by kidnapping his daughter and ransoming back all of his uh, art. I guess all of his collectibles. I would love to know if that actor that played the daughter ever went anywhere with her acting we should we should look that up I so think that's also akira so what i'm just kidding no it's oh not. thank god no and we don't know who that is right that's right what is that i don't know mm. um so <laughs> the fbi is sent in to handle the kidnapping case and um jackie chan who's a chinese hong kong police officer is flown over to assist with the investigation but they don't want any of these foreigners coming in to help out because what could foreigners have to offer no great yeah. great public relations um so they get a uh new, what is it fast LA, talking an LA, fast talking la cop who drives a corvette stingray to come in and babysit jackie chan yeah distract him and they end up forming a bond and uh, solving an unlikely the kidnapping bond. Case. An like, unlikely I'll just, bond. I'll just say it: an unlikely bond that leads to hijinks. Yes, hijinks. That's what it probably says on the back of the old DVD hijinks case. Hijinks ensue. We've hijinks said that ensue. Yes. Guaranteed that exact line was off the '90s, like spin the wheel for movie <laughs> ideas. They're just like, oh, buddy cop hijinks movie. Hijinks ensue. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> the the actor Tom Wilkinson is that the guy who plays. Um, oh yeah, Tom Wilkinson's in this movie. Embarrassing for him. So okay, so in the <laughs> opening scene, I love doing rush hour. Can you imagine if yeah. people scream that to him in the streets? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Wilkinson, I love doing rush Where's hour. Where's Jung Tao at? He's like, that um, wasn't me. It wasn't yeah. me. Was he Jung Tao? He was Jung Tao. Yeah. yeah. But he's um, white. Oh, is his code name? That's the fucking that's the reveal, street man. name. That's oh, the big reveal. I thought We're Jung Tao. But it was the, the blonde guy. It's important. No, no. It's We're not a, ruining he's it. First everyone's henchman. seen this movie. I know. Everyone's <laughs> seen this movie. But so in the opening scene, there's a dinner happening, and the console is, is getting ready to go to America, and they're having right. a send off to him. So, you you what if it's the first time you don't know, but after you've seen the movie a couple of times, you do know that uh, Tom Wilkinson is Jun Tao sitting at the other end of the table, and Jackie Chan comes in just as um, the console's giving a speech. Console Han, 
and basically whisper something in his ear. And he's like, yo, we bust up Jung Tao shit. <laughs> I'm going to use like a reverse thing here uh, where nice. Jackie Chan's doing an LA guy. He's like, we got all Jung Tao shit. We got it all. Yeah. And so then um, Council Han announces to the crowd at the table that they've like seized all Jun Tao stuff. And Tom Wilkinson, who is Jun Tao, is very, very happy about this. And yeah. whether or not he's playing the role, he plays it a little too well. He's like, yay, clap, 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 clap. And in his mind, he's like, my fucking art collection. So he plays that off really well. I want to be okay, the fly on the wall when uh, at an L.A. restaurant when the, his agent, Tom Wilkinson's agent, is telling him he's going to be in a movie where he plays Jun Tao. Yeah. And Tom Wilkinson's like, oh, can I read the script? I accept. He's like, he's like, he's like you probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. He's like, give me the script. Give me the script. But, I'm, right. but I'm not Asian. I know. His agent was pushing him. And he was like, you know what? You're going to do it and you're not going to read the script. Don't, you don't need to read the script. You're Jun Tao. He's like, what? You don't got a mortgage payment all of a sudden? <laughs> How many houses do you have? It's been a slow year. There's not much for British actors going right now. You can play Jun Tao, the white Chinese Hong Kong actor. Um... So, um, handshake, handshake deal. So you get your opening, <laughs> you get your opening scenes with Jackie Chan, who uh, who busts up the Jintao clan. You get introduced to the secondary blonde um, uh, Chinese henchman. I forget his name. He's the uh, he's like Jackie the, uh, Chan says his name at some point. But he's he, the Gary Busey of Lethal Weapon. He is the, like the <laughs> yeah, blonde haired bad guy. Yeah. yeah. That's totally um, where they got that. And then that. you get Chris Tucker's intro um, where he's yelling at people and pulls in to do a uh, a deal for some C4 with Chris Penn. Yeah. Rip. Oh, right. Rip Chris Penn. Rip Chris Penn. Yeah, uh, it was his own fault. But. And it's quite funny. And then... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't. I don't know how he died. So, uh, you know, the thing about C4 is that it was designed to not explode if it was like shot or anything. You have yes, to use that's a specific right. thing. And yeah. You have to use a detonator. Chris Tucker happens to shoot the trunk and make it explode. So. You could like literally throw it into a campfire and nothing would happen. I'm yeah. not even joking it when I say that. that. Electric, like, it needs that electric. And he charge. shot with one bullet and yeah. it like, and his car like but turned into a giant. it is genuinely funny to see Chris Penn's reaction when he's like, no, dude, dude, I got C4 And I love, I do love when uh, the car blows up uh, and and Chris Tucker starts dancing in the street. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Michael <laughs> Jackson. That's the Michael Jackson, 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 Jackson thing. Yeah. Yeah. That so, was, yeah, that was uh, interesting. So, <laughs> I'm not going to comment on Chris that. Chris Tucker is so over the top in this movie. Um, we just did an over the top movie too. And I feel like this is a good example of over the top, maybe. In the opposite direction. It doesn't work as well, maybe. Or does it? I don't know. That's, that's the, the thing is like, for me, and this is why I love this movie is because Chris Tucker for me is so good at this thing whatever you want to call it yeah not if you like, watch the outtakes because he messes up his lines a million times he does oh yeah <laughs> i i would perceive from Chelsea the handler He's yeah like, <laughs> if you watch the outtakes i don't think he is that good it goes from funny to like embarrassing it's like 20 takes of him trying to hit the same line like yeah. is he just drunk or well, i don't want to start any rumors. you can even see people in the background the guy who plays the fbi cop like getting like visibly frustrated like he's like fucking come can on can i just go home now yeah yeah but when they do get that one he, of 20, but that's the thing is like, it's so the scenes that they, the things that they caught for the actual movie are great <laughs> in my opinion. But I'm like, a, I just fucking find that so funny. The stupid, silly ridiculousness, like, cause he will capture humor in like the little moments that I think another actor would, would, would leave alone. Do you know what I mean? Like those, like it seems to be like, just like a fucking fraction of a second where he'll do a facial expression or just like say yeah. some stupid thing. 
And it's really funny to me. It's I, probably I, the all the improv stuff. I think it's uh, like in the Chinese restaurant when he calls the woman over, the waitress over, to, or the, it was a dude, a busboy carrying or someone carrying a plate, and he smells it, and then he waves him away. Like that's <laughs> yes. really funny. When he gets kicked in the face, he's like, "Who? Which one of y'all kicked me?" Yeah, I think that shit's really funny. So there, there are moments of um, of of that kind of thing. So, but I just feel like from the moment he picks Jackie Chan up from the airport and and the hijack. The the uh, the hijinks ensues immediately, like like from the moment he picks them up. It's, it's like them, they're on double decker buses. They're hanging from signs. They're riding in the back of vehicles. He's pulling his gun out. Like instantly, all that happens. <laughs> yeah. So like it's from like moment one, ground zero, and it like just hits. But uh, I just feel like a lot of it is one joke. It's just like Jackie Chan's Asian and he's black. Uh, it totally is. That's the, the, the whole plot of the movie. The movie itself is just a device to have these two people be on camera for two hours. Yeah, these two like yeah. unlikely. Yeah, but their but, chemistry is great. Yeah, it like is. the chemistry between them is actually really good. Well, I, 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 but I feel like that would be more so going for dinner with them, right? The chemistry is good, but watching I'm, I'm them not in the it movie. Makes, yeah, I'm not saying it makes the movie amazing. Yeah, like that's find, the only thing that holds this movie together. Is there chemistry? Yes, absolutely. If there's anything that that made this a successful movie, it was that for sure. But I just feel like a lot of the jokes are the same, so so to me that kind of isn't as good. It, it see, and for me, it um, that gives it. it like Jackie, Chan whether or not it holds English. up, I'll get to. But it gives the movie kind of a pass. Like if I would compare it to some other buddy cop comedies, this might rank higher than than some. Um, but it did not warrant two sequels. Oh, like that no, chemistry absolutely fucking falls apart. Yeah. Like that just smacks of what are these guys doing? Nothing. Uh, maybe we can make a million or two oh, million dollars. Oh, and if you want to talk about movies Fuck that. of this vein, um, just this morning, uh, I read on my phone that they announced they're making another Bad Boys, which is yeah, basically this movie. Oh, like we haven't seen Will Smith or. Uh, another Austin Powers, just for the record. Fucking hell. Oh my God. Fucking hell. Yeah, but Hollywood. I mean, though that's bad too, but like, I feel like Bad Boys is a direct, um, like has a, is a direct cousin or sister no, it, of this I movie. I definitely agree. Because mm -hmm. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, I mean, basically they're like these two polar opposites, supposedly yeah. black guys. One's like a family man and the other guy's some rich Porsche driving, like yeah. Yeah. man child and so that's more like bad boys is the action movie with comedy and the, and but it's a, co a cop buddy movie and rush hour is more comedy with some action, action in it absolutely uh, it's, like, it's like a modern day shanghai noon yeah. it's a modern day uh <laughs> i like shanghai noon it's a modern too. maybe it, i don't know if it holds up anymore i actually would say in my opinion that a shanghai noon is a far better movie than any of these ones okay we're gonna earmark shanghai noon to do because on its own i think it's better i think it works better with the with owen wilson i don't know why i just feel like it's not as much one joke so is but it that's the thing is that the owen wilson thing isn't because it's not about his whiteness he's just he is like it's this a cowboy. Old cowboy thing yeah whereas whereas like chris tucker's thing is a lot about like his the black cliche well the it's the black cliche, but it's also like Chris Tucker as like this, like high, fast talking, like silly kind of like ridiculous thing. Arrogant. Like they're both yeah. really cliche. Like I don't do well with partner thing and all that stuff. Like yes. Yes. It's like nobody. It's not like Chris Tucker is, is like the average, I don't know, guy. And then Jackie Chan comes in and they, they're like against each other. Like Chris Tucker, everybody fucking hates him. Yeah. All the other cops hate him. His boss hates him. The FBI guy hates him. Like he's like. 
he's an alien basically on the planet Earth, and Jackie yeah. Chan is like just a guy who doesn't speak great English. And he's an alien in America. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And right. and so I like I, I would agree that in Shanghai Noon, it, it's at least like. Eats, east meets west like for real where those cultures had never been together so when they stumble over each other it's kind of funny but in this movie there's like little to no excuse for that yeah and, and, and i mean my favorite thing in this whole movie and and i feel like it's done sparingly enough and i feel like they overdo it in the sequels and i haven't seen them in a long time so i'm I, but i kind of feel like i remember that is the jackie chan fighting stuff yeah where he does like his thing which is like what made him so famous was was the humor with the fighting and the acrobatics and the and stunts. him doing it all like all his own stunts like it looks real it looks believable uh, yeah, very feel, well choreographed i feel like that stuff still is good yeah it was very good that stuff is still good jackie chan is kind of timeless with that stuff because no one else does that that's true, but I also kind of thought that they overdid it. But in this movie, it was very short. And so they had two or three of those set piece scenes where he gets to do his thing. Whereas I think the sequels, it's pretty much every five minutes. And it's all of them fighting together and like they're in more in tune. And I don't know. When the with, sequels like are bad. With this, bad. quality is, I feel like quality is better than quantity. So, like, the if you have two or three scenes and you really do it well, that's better than having it's just like. Yeah. dinosaurs or jaws I, have I was, two good scenes with the shark don't have the shark in every scene exactly yeah that works for but, the movie for sure but then you would need a good movie to surround it with yeah yes these guys carry a shite movie with just because of who they are because jackie chan is funny and action star and chris tucker is like just wildly kind of crazy and funny and i yeah. mean like the plot is so ridiculous and silly and the well, fact that he gets him off the plane again after he almost gets his the daughter killed and he, you know, it's, <laughs> the plot's very thin. You're right. When you say a shite movie, yeah. like it's the, it's, the screenplay is not that good and the writing is pretty bad. But the, the like John and you both said, the chemistry. It, like, ca it carries it, it makes along you, the way. It makes yeah. you feel good when you, you see them together on screen in a way that it's it, a lot of actors don't have that like little blips at the end jackie's hanging on and he's like i'm gonna fall and car's like i'll go get some help and he's like god i was like i was just kidding like yeah. as weird as that is I like, actually, it never happened in real life i laugh right i actually didn't think that was funny at all i was actually like were so mad at it's a, dick, I was it's really a total mad. dick move it is a total because dick move, because yeah. i was just seeing the struggle of jackie chan and knowing that he had seconds to live and this guy's actually taking out some time to throw in some jokes yeah I was actually kind of upset about that. That yeah. was the one part that took me out of it because nothing else is like directly threatening anybody's life with his cockiness. Yes. Yeah. Until that point where he's like, like he could fucking, that one little moment of fucking around could have absolutely cost Jackie his life. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And I wasn't taking anything in the movie seriously at that point, so I did laugh. But if you were to think about that more objectively, a, like I, imagine if Jackie was like, Kada, yeah. and Kada's like, I get some, oh shit. Oh, yeah. And like, how would he have felt if he was fucking I, in the I middle? I used to tell jokes. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. Then all of a sudden, he's super serious for the rest of his life. I also want to know, and maybe Mythbusters should have done something like this when they were kicking around um, with a higher profile. But the way when Jackie falls and Chris Tucker moves that uh, uh, banner over, would, could that really help? I was thinking about the physics of that. And... I don't really know anything about physics, but in my brain, <laughs> he would have slid down that curtain and the heavy wood thing that weighed it down at the bottom would have snapped up as he like approached the bottom and yeah. probably fucking hurt. He like, might have fallen still. straight through the fabric. 
I think you would have to be honest with you though like for me it's all about how does it look and when i when i saw it it looked it looked like it was plausible yeah, yeah it, it looks did. good it looks like a reasonable escape from what from that was, scene right yeah so i was okay with that like like a lot of that stuff i didn't nitpick that stuff as much like you know what i mean like the for me it was more so like the does the does the those two work though that banter back and forth stuff work they work but if like what doesn't work is the idea that jackie chan pretty much built his career hunting jun tao and his crew that kid gets kidnapped by jun tao and the fbi wants nothing to do with his expertise yeah that's hard to swallow. All I, that's hard to swallow. I like, know. It, and they do that so much. We talked about this in Die Hard and other movies. They do that so much where they make the cops so, so inept and so counterintuitive and so bad just to make the story work when, yeah. when it's not necessary. Like, it's not necessary. You could have had them welcome him to there and somehow figure out how to get those two together without it being us against them. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, they could have followed a specific lead and there could have been some of the jurisdiction stuff like you couldn't just let him run around so they had to stick him with somebody yeah you could have made tuck you could have made chris tucker's character be in the fbi and be the agent they just assigned hated. him to yeah but they hate him yeah like, he's hated he's there a too. troublemaker yeah, or whatever whatever i don't know um and like the fbi is so inept that when they finally think they have a line on where jintao is they send this fbi swat team up and then the, the building blows up there must have been like 10 officers killed or 10 agents killed there. No one really gives a fuck about that. It's like, oh, just something blew up. And then we're, we're running and, and doing a big chase scene and a fight They scene show them that. in there. Yeah, they show them in there. And then it's like, boom. And then right, everyone's just right back to work. And it's like, oh, we're going to catch Jun Tao. We get <laughs> him. He raises it to <laughs> 70 million. Yeah. Yeah, which is, they would never pay that. <laughs> no, I was saying that. They'd be like, I'm sorry, uh, your daughter's going to have to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 50 million was borderline, but come on, like anything over 50, we can't do it. Yeah. So, uh, so they set up the drop at this Chinese restaurant and oh, yeah. Tom Wilkinson, who's Jun Tao is like, I'm going to hang out at that restaurant all day. I'll just leave like 10 minutes before the cops come show up. <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty close to the, what was the goings on for the guy who's the, supposed to be the, that is essentially like saying like, uh, yeah, I want 70 million of ransom. Can you drop that off to my house? At yeah. <laughs> I just, I just won't be there. Yeah. Just <laughs> plausible. Deniability. And then what was the deal at the end of the movie where he like all of a sudden just, they, he tell Tucker tells everyone to leave. He's like, John, do what does he say? Oh, <laughs> I can't do it. What? When he's, there's a bomb. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't forget what he says. What does oh, he he's say? Like, he's like, he's like, everybody, there is a bomb. Oh yeah. Just calmly leave. And he's like, do you hear what I say? It's like, mom, mom. <laughs> titty, titty, titty. You know? <laughs> he didn't say that, does he? he? Does. He does. He's like, you with the titties. Titty, titty, titty. And he chicken. says, you with the titties? Yeah, because some lady's trying to run by. Yeah, he did, but he claps what he's saying. He's like, titty, titty, titty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't give like, you that. That's again, sunny. doesn't advance the story. doesn't do anything except give Chris then, Tucker some time. But then Tom Wilkinson just walks over to the bar, and I think he just grabs a detonator. Um, He's just like, well, now is the time for me to grab the C4 detonator from behind the bar from the blonde guy. Yeah. Like after Chris Tucker does that. I just had it right here. He just walks over to the bar and the blonde haired guy hands him the detonator. And then he's like, I'm the bad guy and I have a detonator. It's just like, what? What's going on? Why did he do that? Does anyone know why he did that? I, I think like Chris Tucker identifies him as, as. No, I don't think Chris Tucker tells everyone to leave. And then he's just like, well, I guess I'll just come out now as the bad guy. Yeah. Cause he only finds out when they're in that 
in that event and Chris Tucker says to Jackie Chan, he's like, that guy was at the restaurant. He's like, I kind of recognize him or something. Yeah. yeah. And Jackie Chan points him and he's like, Jun Tao. He, he like <laughs> looks left and right embarrassing. He's like, here's the detonator. <laughs> yeah. And then he walks really upstairs weird. and just kills those FBI guys in cold blood and takes the money. And actually, I like that scene because he goes, it's exactly how it would be. There's a lot of fucking movies where a guy would go up into that scene, shoot the first guy, and all of a sudden there's a a, a gunfight. Yeah. But he walks in. Those guys' back is turned to him. Four guys. All four. And he goes, boom, 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 boom. Four shots. Gets them. That's, I like that just because it was, it seemed realistic to me that nobody had a chance to pull a gun and fight him. Like, he just cold-bloodedly murders those I just guys. don't understand why they in the count they have a count room upstairs. Wouldn't they have counted that shit out? You would think. Uh, why would they have a count room on site? They had like yeah. the counting machines and the money and they had the bags. Like it seemed weird that they brought all that with them. Also, yeah. what fucking denominations are those bills that $70 million fit in that one suitcase? Yeah. <laughs> there was a second suitcase. Oh, yeah, I think was there? Two. Yeah, because the blonde henchman was like starting to stuff the money in before him and Chris Tucker have that ridiculous final scene. Mm -hmm. Where in Chris Tucker's minds, he's like, all right, we're going to drop our guns and I'm going to jump backwards and use my ankle holster shot and shoot him cleanly. That's how I roll. And then he does it. And I'm like, fuck off. And he saves the FBI agents. But they never hint at that fucking ankle gun either. That's no. the kind of thing that you should give like a little sneak of yeah. somewhere else so that we, when he does it, it makes sense. He yeah. should have just shot the guy. They should have done an Indiana Jones and it'd be like, put your gun down. It'd be like, all right. Yeah. Wipe your face, man. You did. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because he tells him to wipe his face. You've got yeah. some blood you're on bleeding. you. Yeah, you're bleeding. Yeah, I love all the. I mean, I I guess I almost prefer to see the Jackie Chan stuff, like where he's doing his thing. He's, when he's, Chris Tucker gets into it and they're like holding hands and stuff, I thought that stuff was terrible. That like, is yeah. a cringe. High part. fiving, it's total cringe worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Way, watch yeah. your back man watch your back man See, yeah. I can't do it like they don't establish Chris <laughs> Tucker as like why is he like a just a good fighter like he gets his butt kicked a little bit but then he works so well with I'm it's reinforcing their chemistry together but like that like personal chemistry does not relate to fight chemistry like no. Brent and I could get into a barroom brawl and Brent would be able to knock people out and I would get my face kicked in um, yeah, just because we're if, good together. I would turn around for like one of those awesome high fives and John would be sleeping and I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, I think he was swinging at me and I'd punch him and I'd be like, oh, sorry, did I read that wrong? I think they do do that to each other in other movies where they hit each other by accident. Oh, maybe they do. They, I'm sure they'd ha they would have to if I they did that. I think that's a Shanghai noon maybe. I'm thinking more to the uh, outtakes again where Chris Tucker had one line in Chinese or in Mandarin, whatever they were speaking to do, and he keeps messing it up and Jackie Chan's like, you have one line, I don't speak English very good at all. And he's laughing at him He's like, because he can't get the shit out. Yeah, he can't speak like, Chinese. Yeah, he's like, you guys give me a hard time about fucking broken English throughout the movie, but you can't say one line in Chinese. That, that was yeah. the one thing I did do after watching this movie was I went to YouTube and watched all the outtakes from all three movies oh, because yeah. like, I actually think that that might have been like one of the best parts of the outtakes. That's Jackie Chan's uh, other claim to fame in his movies. If you go yeah. back and watch some of his old stuff, he always had the outtakes especially from his fight scenes and stunts which are so good where he's and, fucking it up yeah yeah and it's like some of it's funny because like he tries to jump through a ladder and doesn't other stuff is like crazy where he gets like speared in the face by a pool cue and, and there's always a seat there's always a part of those outtakes where he's like in an ambulance getting attended to or on a stretcher or yeah like yeah that. There was, especially some of the ones up. the armor of god where he i think it was the armor of god movie where he like fell 30 feet and it was like really what? bad. Yeah, he like had a, a, a skull fracture and broke some bones. And because oh he was just always about, like he's blacklisted from insurance. Yeah, um, I've heard that overseas. 
but I, I did, um, I saw the outtakes from this movie and instead of them being hilariously funny, I really was drawn to how poor an actor Chris Tucker is to get that shit wrong so much. He's, yeah, how frustrating it Once or been. twice in a funny way is good, but like you can't say, who did you kidnap Chelsea Clinton? Like he I just said it, no Chelsea problem. Chelsea Clinton was. Yeah. I, that's the thing that ruined it for me. I was like, you didn't know who Chelsea Clinton was? <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I agree with that. You don't see a lot of Jackie Chan messing up. And I don't know if that was intentional on your takes, maybe. Yeah. Because it wasn't as funny. I don't know. You think it would be funny. I think, I, I agree with John. They should have just all been Jackie Chan shit. No Chris I do shit. also yeah. like, I, like, I know this doesn't have anything to do with the Rush Hour one, but I do really like the outtakes with um, the flamboyantly gay, um, what's the actor's name uh, from uh, Entourage? The guy who played Ari. Jeremy Piven? Jeremy Piven in either number two or number three. Jeremy oh, Piven plays right. a super cliche flamboyantly gay guy. And he's talking to Jackie oh, Chan yeah. and Chris Tucker. And the, the two of them can't stop laughing at him. Like, that's funny. Yeah. That's a funny outtake. I mean, Not if you watch that outtake today, I mean, minds. people would be up in arms. And it, it's, it's incredibly in, cliche and offensive, but... Well, but just, the that, fact that's that, part of what Rush Hour is, is like... The yeah, it's not PC. It's not PC for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that is why people like it. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I don't find this movie offensive when I watch it, but I'm not most people in society yeah, you're today not black, who get up and are about lots of shit. I, and I put some time thinking into that, but I don't <clears> think that <throat> it's... Like, it's stereotyping. It's based... It's like that type of stereotype humor, but I don't think it's racist at any point. Like, yeah. they don't overtly make fun of, of being black. They don't make fun of anything Chinese. The mo most fun they make of Chinese is when he says he's eating camel hump or whatever. He's like, how's your camel hump when he goes in that restaurant or whatever? Like, that's as but bad Jackie as Jackie Chan's in on that joke? And I don't know. I find if, if, you're, if you're making a joke that could be racist with someone, it's in your intent. So if you're both laughing at it, then is it racist? I think I it's know. also harder to call to out judge? racism on, on like, the, like his race and the other guy's race when they're like making fun of their own race. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Jackie Chan's making fun of it himself. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's not a yeah. white guy making fun of that. He's he's uh, he's Chinese, right? Yeah. yeah. So like he's Chinese making fun of the Chinese stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. And same with Chris Tucker. Like when he what's up my end bomb. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a bunch of white guys standing around talking about like black people. And then or they whatever. try and kick the shit out of him, but he's being stupid. He's not being offensive, right? He no. thinks that's a saying, and so he does it. And yeah. I, I and I laugh. And then there's an awesome fight with some pool cues. I think right? but that's a realistic thing. Like Chris Tucker comes in. If you weren't from there, speak the language. And that guy comes up, is like, "What's up, guys?" And then you would go to the bar and be like, "What's, What's up, up, guys?" Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you would assume. I think that's a. I, I don't know. Well, no, you pulled that off that fine. analogy with Opie and racist, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> I nailed that thin little line there. <laughs> no, and, I, and I'm totally fine with that. Like I said, I, I feel like the, the people who might be offended are people who are black and feel like his portrayal of black people is, yeah. is offensive because it's, because of it's stereotypical. But I don't, think, I don't think Chris Tucker is stereotypical for a black thing. I think yeah. Chris Tucker is just, he's, he's his own thing. He is He's an alien. Black. He's no, an alien. He but is, his, whole, his whole way of being and his demeanor well, and everything like that is, is, is excessive no, yes. but it's, for it, anybody. Even by that standard. Yeah. No, yeah. But, it, but it's the white man can't jump where, where he's flashy. He dresses well. He's fast talking. He's cocky. He's arrogant. He's not well educated. Do you know what I mean? Like, because well, he doesn't. A bit of a jump. I don't think Chris Tucker. <laughs> I don't think Chris Tucker was a genius in this movie. No, he was no, just like no, kind of not. like a. He was kind of like a. 
moderately you can tell he's not a genius because every time he has a plan <laughs> on how to address the situation yeah. it's just to be as loud and obvious as possible that's yeah. what i mean and that's the offensive like the white man can't jump where that was that was also like kind of like portrayed by wesley snipes in that movie so yeah. i feel like this is a 90s stereotype of black people for sure yeah I think that's changed. A, a little over the top even, but that's something to be expected in this kind of comedy because yeah. you couldn't just do it as you think it is. It has to be 10 times that level where, where to Jackie, get the laugh. Where Jackie Chan wasn't carrying around like chopsticks and like bowing to everyone. He wasn't doing those things no. where he was just in a country where he didn't speak the language very well and he didn't know the lay of the land and he had this kind of idiot to like show him around. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's racist. Surprisingly, I thought it was going to be. Yeah. When, no, I, I agree with that. There's, there's, no, there's no poor intention. It's meant to be funny. It comes off as funny. And then the players have a laugh at their own expense. Um, yeah. With the camel hump stuff. And I love the scene when um, he has Jackie Chan handcuffed to the steering wheel. And he goes into the store and Jack, he comes out and Jackie Chan's gone with the steering wheel. But yeah. Chris Tucker's walking out and he's like, hey man, I got you a beef and bean burrito. And he's eating the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to hand over a burrito with a bite out of it. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I definitely laughed a couple of times in this movie. Yeah. Like, and that's obviously what makes a good comedy. I laugh a lot at this movie. Yeah. Okay. Every time I watch it, I laugh a lot at this movie. Well, I haven't, I hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah. But... Johnny, do you want to well, call it? Well, I'm going to call it today and I'm going to pull, I think, a bit of a call in here and I'm going to say that I enjoy this movie and I think that if you've not seen it, then you should watch the movie, but I don't think it holds up. I just, you know, with the blockbuster success that it was when it came out and uh, like the the feelings that I had when I first watched it, I love Jackie Chan. I've like seen all his old stuff. So even I remember when this was coming out, I was so pumped because um, we had... Um, uh, Rumble in the Bronx was his first kind of Americanized mm. uh, film. And I, I thought the action in that was some of the best I had ever seen. And then I went backwards from there and watched all his old stuff. And then when Rush Hour was coming out, um, I was really pumped for it. But it just, it's not a great story. And the chemistry between the two guys does hold it together as much as it can. And some of that is still enjoyable to watch. But does it hold up? I'd have to, I'd have to give it a no. Yeah, I also feel like like the one of the saving graces of this movie is it's short thank god yes, like it's not long you. but be, even still i feel like it doesn't quite work anymore i think i feel like if it ever did it probably worked better before but yeah i just i there's too many of the same jokes i feel like for a 90 minute movie the repeating and the redundancy is too much for me to say it holds up and once again, did I enjoy it? Absolutely, I enjoyed watching it again. That's not what I'm saying. And I laughed and uh, I, I love Chris Tucker. I will always give Chris Tucker a pass specifically for Fifth Element. Yeah. Because in my opinion, yeah, he will never have a better role. He'll never do something as good as that. And who and else could have pulled off that role? In what a strange fifth role. Element, and like, we have to do the fifth element. Maybe yeah, the three of us will do the fifth. Because I... Because if we're going to talk about... Element, yeah. Oh, both Shanghai... You know what? And the more... That's the other thing about this movie. The more we were talking about this movie, the more I was thinking about wanting to watch Shanghai Noon again. And I just feel like that's a better example. And they made a sequel to that. They made Shanghai Nights. And that yeah. I, I don't yeah. think... Fuck. And I don't yeah, think I... Both things, because they did they rush hour, then they go to China. 
Did he do Shanghai Noon <laughs> then and they, they go, go to, China. to China? And I think Shanghai Noon was real. Nights was really bad. I think it was. So yeah, like it was really Shower two bad. and three, and I guarantee you four is going to be bad. Like I'm happy Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker both keep making money, especially if hashtag Me but. Too directs it. <laughs> 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 but I will say, I will say no, it doesn't hold up. But once again, I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I'm really torn on this movie, and I've been torn all week thinking about it because I feel like I have to say it doesn't hold up. But it's one of those movies, it's like my guilty pleasure. Like that one Justin yeah. Bieber song I like, that's this movie for me. It's like, I don't want to tell anybody that I enjoy it as much as I do, but I fucking enjoy it a lot because that humor and that funny, and there's like a lot of subtlety to Chris Tucker. Like he's totally not subtle, but <laughs> yeah. when I watch him, there is like little subtle things that he does because he's a really good comic actor. And I find that those things carry the movie really well, like Jackie Chan and him opposing each other. But the movie itself is really just those two people on camera, right? Yeah. And the movie had a lot of potential because if you look, Jun Tao is like one of the most evil fucking characters in a movie ever, right? Yeah. He fucking kidnaps one of his friend's daughters. Yeah. Like, there's nothing fucking more evil than me sitting across the table from you and taking your kid from yeah. you. Like, no, that's as true. Your friend. Like, I never even thought about that. He's a he, and you could have explored that really. This movie could have it had like, a really crazy dark side to it that that was like really well counterbalanced with this absurdist kind of like awkward buddy comedy humor, right? Yeah. So the movie could have been something really special. It's not really special. I'm fucking just talking until I can make my mind up. <laughs> and that, no, we know and which all, way you're going. And actually, all the points that you're making are very interesting points that I, I never thought of, actually. And it's so the thing is, is that I, I, for me, for me, the movie holds up. And I, I feel really bad saying that. Don't. Stop looking at me. <laughs> yes, so don't look, in, don't look in Brent's eyes. <laughs> do not look him in the please, eyes. Please don't. Don't I'm, look him in the eyes I'm when he's doing judging, his I'm judging myself at the moment. <laughs> I think it holds up for this reason because it's funny because it's still hilarious and to it me is a comedy because it's 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 meant to be stupid it is stupid and it still amuses me the same as it ever did so for me it does hold up because it accomplishes the purpose that it was only ever meant to to serve and the only and I, the reason why it doesn't hold up for me and I'm not disagreeing with with you in like a but it's the uh what we were talking about when we did Starship Troopers what they were intending on doing in this movie, I feel like they kind of failed. And that's the only reason I say it doesn't hold up. Is it still funny and it's a comedy? Absolutely. But I feel like it fails enough for me that it just doesn't make it. This is like the movie that if it's on TV and I don't even have cable anymore, so it will never come up. Yeah, but no. If, it, if I'm somewhere else and so it's on TV, I, would, I will always watch it and I'll laugh. But I would never seek this movie out to watch it. Again? Again. Yeah. Um, so th that's why I kind of say it doesn't hold up. And then what was Jun Tao's plan? First, it was to get 35 million or 40 million. Mm -hmm. And then it's to get more money and go to the Chinese show where they're showing off all his art and he's going to get all his art back. Was that his I plan? I don't think he was ever getting his art he back. He just wanted the money just for the it. Just the money? Yeah. And I, he said that. That's kind of why I felt like he took the kid is because he, he was money? like so upset about his art shit. Well, and that's the, that's he the was thing. a crime lord. Like, yes, he had all that art because he was thieving it, but he must have been into some other shit. Like, he wasn't just an illegal art dealer, I, was he? I, that I, reminds <laughs> me of something that I want to talk about. Sorry, Colin, I cut go, you no, off. No, go but, ahead, please. Um, so they mentioned that Jun Tao was, um, I think, like Asia or South Asia's <laughs> biggest crime lord. Yeah. For like decades or something like that. <laughs> they do say and that. And like, like uh, John said, like he would be absurdly rich. Yeah. Like that art collection would be. He'd be like, oh shit! Like, oh, one Picasso's gone. I still got the rest of the fucking Picassos, right? Yeah. Like, 
he would be so rich and successful. And and whatever role he's playing in life to be the council's the consul's like friend and yeah. be at this affluent dinner. So he's like got a day job too that he's moonlighting as. Like yeah. that had to make him a little bit of revenue as well. Yeah, so it always I don't bothers know. me it's, when it's a little weird. Yeah, it always bothers me like in the dark night when remember he goes to catch that guy in China or whatever, yeah. and that guy's like a billionaire who's working as a mob accountant. <laughs> And he's a billionaire with a, a Fortune 500 company. Why is he a mob accountant? He's like a fucking billionaire CEO. It makes no sense. It's just the, so we can have the game. So we can have more. Yeah. So we can have more money. It's just like it's weak. It's, it would be like Bill Gates really or weak. it'd be. A Warren Buffett also being a mob accountant. Yeah. It's just like there's no reason for them to do that. It, like maybe <laughs> maybe his company could be or he'd have people who would handle it because rich got to get rich. But would the CEO himself Yeah. Be it's like, like the guy and John Hammond handing out the t do, being on the tour with you are like, I yeah. think Paul said, uh, Bill Gates giving you your phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck off. He's yeah. too... He's too busy to Steve do that. Steve Jobs, you mean? Just, yeah, that's right. Jobs just, handing you your phone, or Bill Gates giving you your computer. Yeah, it's like, and he's there at the store no every time you show up. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. So Juntao is a weak bad guy for that, for that, because you don't know much about him except what they tell you. You don't really get to see it at all until the reveal, and then the reveal is more about just Tom Wilkinson. You didn't know he's the bad guy and now he is, but you don't understand anything more about his, his motivations. And yeah, 30 or $70 million is a fuck ton of money. But if you've been a crime Lord for decades and you were like able to on the side, build this art collection, I'd assume that your warehouse that you were keeping your art in was probably worth some big money. Just like sell <laughs> the real estate and be done with it. No, we, I, we see his Jun Tao's art and all his cash. Yeah. And everybody who's editing this movie just wants to see more Jackie and, and yeah, Chris exactly. Tucker, which is so, what you want. Yeah. Why does Jackie put the fucking bomb vest on before he climbs the ladder? Like they have it off the girl, put it somewhere, remove yeah. the danger and go after the guy. Do you know what I mean? But he's like, oh, I'm just fucking, I don't want to put this on the ground, I guess. I just <laughs> wear it yeah. and climb the ladder. And I love the, um, if you disarm it, it will blow up bullshit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or do they disarm it? The the chick bomb tech disarms it, even though she no, was she, already shown to she be doesn't incompetent bomb because tech. Because she she just makes it so she can take it off. Because she says this could still blow up. She makes oh, a point right. to say that the radio right. could still blow oh, it up. Oh yeah, right. right. Like that's why Jackie wears it because he wants to stay as close to Tom as he can. But oh, okay, no. Still. Oh, actually, that does make sense yeah. now. Now that you say that, because does he, it blow he up or does he just fall up. to his death? Tom Wilkinson. He at falls the end. to his death because he's holding on to the vest and it rips off and they just fall together. Yeah. And splash. Yeah, because he falls. He's fucking the biggest backflop ever. And Chris yeah. Tucker just goes, you know you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you also, that was also, I found cheesy. There's no way that vest's threading is going to give out before Jackie Chan's arms yeah. burn out in a million years. He's a super strong dude. Yeah. yeah Chi like, Tao's not fat enough to threaten those threads. <laughs> imagine that big beam he's hanging onto, that big circular beam. Like the strength it would take to even hang on oh, yeah. would be insane. Yeah. Like no finger strength at all. It's all on your forearms and wrists to be like, oh. Yeah, That's why it upsets me so much when that guy fucks around instead of saving him. Because I'm like, there's no way he's going to be able to hold on to that. For That's like the wrong kind of tension, right? Five second joke. Movie. Yeah. Like tension from the bad guys, yes. Tension from real life circumstances, yes. But tension from Chris Tucker as he's fucking around <laughs> is just not good tension. And Chris Tucker for me will always, always, always be either from the fifth element or Jackie Brown. Where oh, he, yeah. ja I love him and Jackie Brown too. I mean, I feel like... But he's great in Friday too. Like, like Chris Tucker yeah. as a character... But you don't see him that much. Even no. like 
in between the rush hours, you, I saw him in. I think the only other movie I saw him in was the one with Bradley Cooper, where he has the um, he Bradley Cooper, where he he gets out of the mental hospital and goes and lives with his parents, Robert De Niro. Oh, uh, Silver Linings. Silver Lining. Yeah, yeah, he's in that for yeah. a small role. I think he made so much in the rush hour movies, like that he just sits like around. twenty, thirty million probably. Because I don't for see the s- second. I remember seeing headlines where he was like up to twenty. I think. Yeah. I also don't see him doing a lot of stand up. I don't see him doing like. No. There's no specials of him. Know, I don't know that he was ever a stand up, was he? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I'm saying is like, where is he? What does he do in between rush hour movies? Like, is he on a d- bunch of money getting chubs? Because he's a little thick in the face. These these days. Uh, oh, I noticed that too. Yeah. Damn fool, what's wrong with you? Not that I'm one to fucking talk. <laughs> well, there we go. We give our uh, we give our uh, decision, and then we talk for another ten minutes. So, uh, so no hold up, no hold up, hold up. Yeah, one hold up, two nons. Uh, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't watch the movie. No, nope, absolutely. Laugh not. a little bit, just don't expect awesomeness. It's not a good movie, but it's a funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say it's well not a good movie. It's well a put. Old <laughs> yeah, I can do it. I just Breaking did. barriers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Take her easy. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM. We're also on YouTube and our channel is Hold Up, which is two words. 